0: Going on, guys. You are hanging out with me, Night Swarm, and with me as always, FilterCord for MGI. Um, this is our uh, Mammoth Games cast for the week of July 31st. And uh Yeah,
1: so what's been going on, man? What have you been up to, FilterCord? Yeah, not a lot. Um doing some uh video editing on our uh Dungeons and Dragons kind of first little intro that we did. Um probably gonna split that up into a couple episodes and uh, Otherwise, just um, basically I've been trying to, to uh, kind of keep up with everything that's been going on. A lot of, like, we've kind of already started that period of, like, the holiday, like, game deluge. So, uh, right. yeah, we're, we're going to mention specifically some of the games that came out. Um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about hopefully all that stuff and cover this first big rush of stuff before we start really getting into it kind of mid-August.
0: For sure. Um, but yeah, you know, before we go too too much further, um, still trying to find, you know, how we're specifically doing things here. Um, you know, we're, we, are we have tried to, I think like two different ways now, this will be our third different way of trying to do this podcast. We're doing it live mm-hmm. twitch.tv backslash mammoth games, Inc. Um. And, uh, you know, sometimes we kind of struggle trying to find a solid, like, relatable topic. We decided to change our focus and do more of, like, a Games Weekly almost news show. So we don't have to struggle looking for our topic to talk on. We can just basically talk about what's happening now and then comment on it. And it'll be be about a week late, but we'll try to, you know, tweak that as we go Mm -hmm. and make that better. Um, you'll still get the normal things you can expect from us, you know, like PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold, which we'll get to later. Um, but, uh, you know, in more of a rapid fire fashion of what's going on in the gaming world. Um, but, you know, as always, if you get a chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth You can check out all the top news and video game stuff that matters, uh, including like even, um, the PlayStation Plus lineup. You can grab that early and a lot of the stuff that we'll even talk about in our podcast will be covered here throughout the week. So it's a really good way to, uh, stay up with it and then to listen to the podcast and see exactly what we think. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then if you want to know when we're going live on twitch.tv, you know, myself, uh, a filter cord here, over here ever goes live. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, pasty pasta man and some of our friends like Grim Reaper Sage and Ed's X-Wing, um, just follow us over on Twitter, uh, twitter.com backslash mammoth games inc or just search at mgi um but yeah let's uh let's jump right in with games with gold that's uh all right that's your front so what do we got man
1: um starting on august 1st and running all month for the xbox one we have uh slime rancher is going to be free on games with gold uh that's pretty cool i've always like um i think i had mentioned it before but i've always been a big fan of like the monster rancher games so Mm -hmm. um i'm kind of excited to check that out um from the sixteenth to actually the fifteenth of September for the Xbox One, we're going to have Trials Fusion. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. That game's relatively current, I think. Um, so uh, you know, yeah, you it's know?
0: a it's a good time. It's a good like uh like non um, almost like yeah, I mean it it is it can be difficult, but it's almost like something you can just like play with. Rather than trying to actually mm-hmm. accomplish something super super difficult, and, like, yeah, and
1: see in some of the games. Yeah, I know a lot of people that play trials. That's like, uh, you know, they'll they'll get the urge and they'll go like log on and do like maybe five or six tracks or whatever, and then they're just done with trials for a little bit. So right. um, yeah, that's that's definitely a good little. I wouldn't really say like a mini game thing or anything like that, but uh, you know, definitely something something cool to do that'll scratch a particular itch um right yeah august that 1st game, uh go ahead
0: th- i was gonna say that game fits more as like a mobile game for me uh uh-huh.
1: yeah it's, so it's, i mean that,
0: that's just my personal thought like i can get that on my phone and i can play it yeah so it's kind of weird but it, it is it, i mean it's a cool game it does look a lot better um oh, it definitely. is really intuitive to play on the
1: controller yeah. so yeah um, i
0: mean and shit it's free so
1: definitely um yeah, from August 1st to 15th on the 360, we got Bayonetta, the first uh, Bayonetta game. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, I mean, you know, depending on what system you're trying to get Bayonetta on, that's still got a hefty price tag to it in some places. Um, it's cult, It's like a cult classic almost. Yeah. It
0: has a huge fan base.
1: Yeah. And then uh, August 16th to 31st on the 360, also uh, Red Faction Armageddon. Um, I never actually got right. around to that one. I played Red Faction Guerrilla a lot and I just didn't hear great things about Armageddon, so I'm actually excited to get a chance to kind of check it out and uh, see a little bit of what I missed.
0: For sure. Yeah, um, the Red Faction games are really cool. I mm-hmm. I remember be- being blown away, and Gorilla yeah. would just destroying buildings entirely, just reducing it to just straight rubble. So, um, yeah, that should be a good time. And, I mean, you can't beat the price tag, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah, and I, I mean,
1: you know, if you have an Xbox, I feel like... Uh, Xbox is, like, even more reliant on having that gold account to play multiplayer. Uh, I Mm -hmm. think PlayStation's done a good job of having, like, single-player focused experiences, which actually, you know, several of their PlayStation Plus games this month are. But um, uh, Xbox really focuses on the multiplayer. So, um, I mean, definitely pick those up. You're you're paying for it anyway, so you might as well get them.
0: Right. All right, we'll jump over to PlayStation Plus. Um, This month we have actually... I'm actually really excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, first up for PS4, Just Cause 3. Um, personally, I've been waiting a while to like, I wanted to play this game Yeah, and me too. I loved, I really loved Just Cause 2. Um, you know, the parachute and the grappling hook, it's just a good time. So um, yeah, very soon I'm going to be car surfing a vehicle off a very high mountain and being extremely happy doing so. Yeah. Um, So you can grab that one, uh, and you can grab all these starting, I believe, on the first. So um, next up for PS4, uh, Assassin's Creed: Freedom Cry, Mm -hmm. which is a uh, standalone version of a DLC from Assassin's Creed Black Flag,
1: where you play uh, as first mate, basically.
0: Yeah, uh, Edward Kenway's first mate. So um, that's going to be a cool. uh, I I imagine it'll be like between a four and six-hour experience. Uh, It it might be longer depending on if you explore and everything. I'm pretty sure it's going to be longer. But story-wise, I imagine it won't be, uh, you know, like a 20-hour game or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then PS3, you got Super Motherload, uh, which is basically a a digging exploration game where you get minerals and resources, fill up your cargo bay as you dig, and then take them back to the surface to uh, deposit them so you can get new things. Um, Snakeball for PS3? I have no idea what Snakeball's about. (laughs) I mean, it sounds um, awesome. It is. It, it yeah, it sounds interesting. Um, the cross-buy for PS Vita and PS4 this month is Downwell, which uh, you know, screw me, you know, you know, fuck me. I should have probably done a little
1: research on what <laughs> uh, these last three are, but you know, here we are. I've heard of Downwell. Um, I can't say that I remember what it is, but I, it, it had some attention when it came out for Vita. I remember that. Um. Let me let me look it
0: up. Okay, we'll do a quick look up of Downwell. Um, it looks kind of like uh, it, yeah, super um, super old school, like two D. It's all black and white except uh, the blood, basically. Uh, kind of super meat boy looking. Mm-hmm. So okay. there's that. Let's check out um, level twenty two. Snake. I want to check out Snake Ball as well. All right. Just to see what comes I mean, out. I
1: mean, I have like a very vivid picture in my mind of what Snake Ball is. Okay. It's basically Snake. <laughs> okay, cool. It, it's, yeah, it's,
0: it looks like it's Snake, but in a 3D setting. And you can play multiplayer and, you know, go head to head against people to get um, like a longer like a longer chain behind your car. It's almost like there's a robot in a bumper car and you pick up different uh, colored balls to extend the balls that are trailing behind you mm-hmm. to create a snake. Okay. Um, so so there you go. Uh, that's, uh, that's the PS3 in the first Vita game. And then the second one is uh, level 22. Um, let's look that up for Vita... <clears throat> um, it is it says Gary's Misadventure let's check it out on PlayStation hmm. um, the first stealth game set in the merciless and frantic world of work Gary's okay. an office worker who overslept after a drunken night out on town uh, on the town uh, here's where it gets tricky because this isn't the first time Gary's been late for work he could be fired if he spotted arriving at his desk uh, <laughs> after everyone else, um, so yeah, I, that actually sounds like an interesting, uh, an interesting little game. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, I like the the
1: graphic style of it too.
0: Yeah, and it looks like you just have to basically, you know, get to work even though you're late and do your fucking job. Huh? <laughs> so that's cool. And it looks like you can, it looks like you can customize Gary, maybe. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that looks that looks pretty cool. I like, uh, um, I like what I see of it. Yeah. So, um, as always, I recommend just grabbing the PlayStation app on your phone, mm-hmm. downloading, you know, selecting all of them right from the app and hitting buy. You can see how much you're saving, um, you know, going up to $100 plus in savings every month. Yeah. So, um, and... Since the 4th, I don't know how long this is going to go. I imagine it's going to be a permanent thing. But I'll mention it for the, mention it for the second month in a row. That, you, is still free mm-hmm. uh, on the store. So, yeah, get out there and grab that. That's um, yeah, an interesting little game. But that is it for Games with Gold and uh, PlayStation Plus for the month of August. So, yeah, like I said, get out there and grab all those. I mean, you're paying for them. You might as well take advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's jump right into our, uh, um, let's jump right into the games that are dropping, uh, between the 23rd and the 30th here. Um, that's basically how we're going to run it in like a week's time. What games are you going to get? When do they come out? Look at a small trailer for them and, uh, tell you, you know, a little bit about them. I'll actually let you go ahead and take this one since you've had a little bit of time with uh, the first
1: one that drops. Yeah. Uh, that dropped on the 25th. Yep. So, yeah, on the 25th, um, on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, we had the game Avon Colony, uh, which mm-hmm. is like a sci-fi city builder. Um, so you're out in, uh, you know, it kind of like a, I mean, it's a disclosed planet, but it's not like it is an actual place that i can go to and build a base on so you know you're just on like kind of like a sci-fi world and there's um you know as you progress through the game there's more and more worlds that open up um you are kind of building these different city structures along with your initial like colony landing module and Mm -hmm. uh connecting those via these like covered or possibly underground tunnels kind of depends on how you look at it i guess um and, yeah, so, like, instead of having the typical roads, you have these tunnels. Um, the buildings get bonuses based on who they're next to, and you have drones that construct things. You have, like, cleaner bots. You have automated police. Um, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. I mean, especially if you're a fan of, you know, like the typical city builder, city management type thing. Um, and that was by Mothership Entertainment. I think this is one of their first kind of, you know, large releases. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I got a chance to kind of play the... Uh, Beta, and I had a lot of fun with it, so I'm excited. To so, see how does
0: that, comp-
1: how does it compare to
0: something like
1: like SimCity,
0: like even the newer release SimCity? Uh, actually, it, I would say it's it's it better, fairly, um, or is it
1: much different? It's kind of in the vein of the newer SimCity in kind of the good and the bad ways. Um, okay. it doesn't have like you're not zooming in and looking at your individual people as they're walking around. Uh, it doesn't have like you know every individual person is named and has their thought bubbles or whatever. But uh, it does have the kind of, you know, if if you're into micromanaging, you can do a bit of that. If you're not into it, you can kind of gloss over it and the game will still function just fine. So um, I don't know, like I would definitely have to play it more before I rated it against everything else. But uh, from what I've played of it, I definitely want to play more. So I think it's pretty good.
0: Cool. Yeah, it looks great. Um, I'm actually interested in it now that I've heard you talk about it for a bit. Um, So yeah, Avian Calling, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, Cool. Uh, Up next, we have uh, uh, Fate Extalia the Umbral Star. Um, That one is coming out on the Switch and PC. Mm -hmm. Um, It to me, after watching what I, you know, seeing what I've seen on it, it is very much in that vein of Dynasty Warriors, where you know you run around and there are just massive amounts of enemies, um, mm-hmm. and it's very much in that uh, almost like you know in that JRPG uh, or that you know Japanese uh, video game making style where the colors are really vibrant and you know the characters are really stylized. Um, yeah. but yeah, tons of. Uh, um basically just action beat beat 'em up uh gameplay. Um so yeah, look that one up. Like I said, that one is coming out for the Switch and PC if you're into that uh, Dynasty Warrior like room clearing type uh uh type game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah. Um, um I I I've never been a huge fan of, of the style. Uh, of, game. of the style of Dynasty Warriors. Yeah but um, I'm always willing to give one of those games a try because it's fun. And coming out for the Switch is real big.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think yeah, the Switch needs all great... the titles
1: it can get, and I think it's a good uh, something the Switch doesn't currently seem to have.
0: Yeah, and I mean, a, a game like this could be like a like a cult hit on the Switch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So I mean, that, that's all it takes. Yep. Um, all right, And then up next is... Yeah, go ahead. Go yep. ahead. So,
1: finally, we're finally getting a chance to kind of mess around with it. Well, you know, as of the 25th, we had the chance. Uh, Fortnite, which is... Publicly um, getting a chance. Yeah, yeah. It's in early access through um, uh, through Epic Games. So, uh, this game was a Game Informer cover back in the before times so that I can't remember and I need to, <laughs> you know, reconcile like all kinds of different historical records that even figure out what was going on back then like uh-huh. uh it's a it's a third person um kind of i guess like, like action rpg like action focused uh, builder builder like, like so there's there's waves of enemies that come at you these are like uh they're like husks they're um not really zombies they're like a lot friendlier and not as horrific but at the same yeah. time they are like very clearly enemies and they're out to eat you to death so <laughs> i mean you know they're not your buddy but also they're not quite it's not like dying light with building mechanics so yeah it's um, definitely not you know it's a lot it's, it's got a bit of a cartoony vibe um you're you're slapping up some kind of roughshod bases uh you get like an early portion of the game to run around and break things down in the environment And you actually use that stuff as materials to kind of build your own shelters, and you can set up traps, you can create a maze, you can upgrade walls, you can make a better quality, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot to that game. We actually uh, got the chance a long time ago to do, like, a private uh, beta, like, I, I guess not even beta, like, alpha test event. And uh, like Epic Games actually came to, you know, they were in the town that we were in and they actually held this event at the school we were at. So we got to go and kind of participate in that and talk to some of the like, uh, like I, I kind of know of these uh, couple programmers and a guy that was a designer and a guy that was in QA and a guy that was uh, in the community management for Epic Games at the time through this event. And <laughs> since then, we've been able to play in kind of the alpha and beta, like early releases And now um, they're kind of gearing this game up to finally release in this early access portion that they're in now.
0: Yeah, we've been playing this game a long time. And uh, the event that we went to was fantastic. Not only as aspiring designers and artists did we get to sit down with the guys at Epic Games and talk to them. Mm -hmm. We got to play their game and talk to them specifically about their game. Right. Um, And then they gave us access to their game just basically like over and over and over and over again. Yeah. through the epics game launcher but now that it's in the public access um there are several editions that you can buy there's the um and i'll drop it over here really quick Mm uh there's a standard edition it's actually 40 bucks um but us you know the testers got like 20 dollars off i think Mm -hmm. so um standard editions 20 bucks there's a deluxe edition that comes with a bunch of cool extras uh, for uh, 60 bucks, which is the standard price that you pay for a game. Um, if you feel like paying a bit more and you feel like getting that Super Deluxe Edition for $90, um, it not only gives you all this cool stuff, but it also gives you one standard edition for a friend. So you know that's another $40 value that you're getting out of that. Right. And then there's the bigger limited edition for $150, and it gives you two of those uh, standard editions for friends. So if you're looking to play this game, you're serious about it, you have a lot of options here. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a fun game. I mean, take it from, you know, us that played it for quite some time. Um, there's a little bit of something for everyone. There's exploration, there's building, there's shooting, there's melee attack and, uh, damaging. And, uh, there's an interesting story. These like, uh, zombies come from this storm that has been created. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's a cool game and, uh, it's, um, it's, it's out now on, uh, Uh, You know, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And we're actually trying to get 100% confirmation on if you buy it for PC, if you can access it on PlayStation 4 as well. Because we've heard rumblings that that's the case. And if that's the case, even more
1: reason, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, so I have have an email out to the company now waiting to hear back on that because... You know, there's some like Reddit posts and stuff that's that's uh, talking about that, but uh, I really want to get confirmation mm-hmm. for sure because it's also very easy to go on Reddit and say, "Hey, if you do this one trick with your microwave, you get cool whatever," and then people destroy their <laughs> home. So, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> uh, trying to um, avoid
0: that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, and you know, there's tons of different classes to play too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, get out there. At least go check it out on the PlayStation Store. Um, on the Epic's launcher or on Steam, wherever you know it takes your fancy Xbox. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll try to come back to you with uh, you know what we hear from Epic when we get the chance. Yep. Cool. Um, next up, uh, all these games still released on the 25th. Uh, we got mm-hmm. Fallen Legion, Sins of Rebellion, Sins uh, of an Empire for PS4 and Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not one hundred percent familiar with this game. I know it's a it's a real time action RPG game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's "Sins of an Empire" is the PS four version, and "Sins of Rebellion" is the Vita version. I imagine the, Vita the Vita Vita. Vita's just got some stuff stripped out, but uh, I'm, I'm not one hundred percent sure to be honest.
0: But yeah, you control. I know you control multiple characters mm-hmm. um, and attack. At, you know, you can attack at the same time or set up an order on how they attack, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, build your combo chain. Um, but I'm not exactly sure on how the story goes or
1: anything like that. It looks like uh, it's probably story-heavy just from what I can see. Right. Um, I hope it's got that hardcore waifu mechanic built in from Fire Emblem. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, we'll have to kind of wait to see. It actually looks, I mean, you know, it, every it once in a while cool. there's uh, there's something on the list that you're like, ah, it just doesn't look like it's going to be my style. Uh, mm-hmm. Having seen it in action it actually looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's one of those games that you just like read, you know, read about and see like a screenshot and just be like, nah. But if you actually sat down and probably spent some time with it, I'm yeah. pretty sure you'd like it. This game would do do well um, as well. You know, it, it's going to probably do pretty decent on the Vita. Uh-huh. Um, but I could see something like this doing well on the Switch as well.
1: Yeah, and um, uh, you know, it's always it's definitely a good thing too. I mean, uh, I'm looking at it right now. The game's only twenty bucks. So from what I've seen of it, it it looks pretty good. I mean, I like the art. Um, Might have to try that out. It looks really interesting.
0: And the company that made it has a pretty awesome name, Yummy Yummy Tummy Incorporated. Damn. (laughs)
1: For Yummy Yummy Tummy Games.
0: Oh, that's going to, just
1: everybody knows this uh, alliteration, the Yummy Yummy Tummy thing, we're going to have something that kind of alliterates in a similar way coming up later. Spoiler yeah. alert! There, so mm-hmm.
0: just fucking you stick around, don't you even I'm getting a think little, about little uh, Toasty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I know
1: you know a little bit more about this next one, so go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah. So the next game, um, it's actually Super Giant's uh, newest game, which is a company known for uh, Bastion and Transistor. Transistor. Uh, this new game is called Pyre. P Y R E It's coming out. Uh, well, it is out on the 25th for the PS4 and the PC. Um, mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, we should definitely, uh, kind of focus on the, uh, video on this one, or, you know, if you're listening to the podcast later, audio version, um, might want to go check out some, uh, gameplay trailers of it because it's extremely hard to describe because what else is there? That's the same thing. Um, it's like a RPG, uh, sport fantasy Sport 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 game. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like think about like
0: how in Final Fantasy Ten you were playing blitzball. Uh-huh. It's it's in that vein where you're you know it's an RPG, but there's that sports aspect of your characters are playing a sport. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've heard is it's like basketball meets dodgeball, okay. but with a badass storyline.
1: Yeah, I actually heard. Um, I was listening to the uh, Game Informer podcast actually, and uh, I mm-hmm. heard them say that it's it's got like a distinct. Uh, like Legend of Korra, like pro benders thing feeling.
0: Yeah, which is awesome. And, and that was the other thing that I that I probably should have mentioned. It's like it has like a a spiritual like arcane.
1: Yes, it's like a thing about it, borderline it too. Borderline religious spiritual thing. Uh, it looks really cool. And like I, I don't even like sports games as far as like uh like I didn't like um. Rocket League. I didn't like Blitzball. Uh, so, I, Blitzball. <laughs> I mean, I played a little bit of Super Mario Strikers, but I wasn't the one to recommend it. That Somebody else mm-hmm. had to like, force me into it. So, right. um, I don't know why I want to play this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It seems really cool. Yeah, well, and it's like, I mean, it's the story super is like, Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll buy so, anything they make. So, right. um, just keep cranking them out. Great Kasavin, let me know. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. Um, I, I definitely want to watch a little bit more, because I feel like this will be a game that if I try to just jump in, it'll take me nine years to figure out what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But uh,
0: It also depends the price as well. Um, if this is a good like $20 game... I think uh, that, yes, I think uh, so. Let me, let me look
1: that up real quick. Cool.
0: And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it looks... Um, the art style is definitely in that vein of transistor bashing. You know what you expect. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, their art is beautiful. It's, it's so good. I love their art. It's it's so different. There's like not a lot out there that's like it. Yeah, it's super colorful. So, um, yeah, it's very like I don't know. It's very like
1: mysterious looking. I guess.
0: Yeah. It, it it's it's enticing and it just it like it it almost like calls to me. It like sings off of the screen. Yeah. The art is just so. Uh, like colorful and, and vibrant and, and um, interesting. It's two D, but yet again, it it's not. Yes, it like... is. Uh, it is twenty bucks. That's really good. Okay, exactly. That's a great price for this game. I think. So you can grab that one on. Uh, you can grab it actually right now on PS4 and PC. Mm-hmm. Moving right along, we have a, we have a. a it's, I shouldn't say Switch exclusive, but it's exclusively the, you know, it's now exclusive. It's coming to the Switch, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. It's not exclusive to the Switch, it's just now coming to the Switch. Um, and it is Overcooked Special Edition. Um, it's been all over the place. You play like a little chef, you run around a kitchen, um, and you are tasked with creating certain things like hamburgers and stuff. So you got to get the bun, you got to get the burger, you got to cook the burger, bring the burger to the bun, put on the toppings. Mm-hmm put the top bun on, and then ship it off. And uh, it's a really cool, fast-paced co-op game that you can play with some friends. Uh, Everyone kind of sets to a station, and then things get crazy. Um, Like, at one point... You know, there's one... uh, um, There's one, like, level where you're uh, on two different trucks, and one will speed up, and they don't have sides that that are facing each other, are are open. So you can... um, run back and forth between the trucks, mm-hmm. but only at certain times because sometimes the one truck will pull ahead and then you can't get items from the other truck. So it's basically when they line up, you're throwing your items to one side. They're throwing their items to the other side. And then, you know, so you have a plethora of items. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's a fun, hectic game to play with a, uh,
1: a group of friends. I, I really recommend it. Yeah, I would say that's another one to check out some gameplay videos of because it it's again yeah. it's kind of hard to like point out how just crazy and wild it is. Yeah, I mean it's a cooking game, but like it is very much like a just like a kind of like a party game more than right. just like Cooking Mama or something.
0: Yeah, and, and you really don't know how crazy it is until you've actually had the chance to sit down and try it out. Yeah, um, it's it's a blast. It's like it's like one of those like hit games. I remember when I was uh, when I was. Um, Just getting it, when the PlayStation, when PlayStation was just kicking off with their online, you know, launching free games, it might have been the first free game that ever came out. Wow. Um, It was called um, Ragdoll Kung Fu. Yep. And the game sounds so stupid, but it was one of the first games that I ever saw implement that uh, little big planet where you hold the L or R button and it controls the left or right hand. Hmm. And uh, you played, like, an action figure that was fresh out of the box. And they had different game modes, like uh, like Deathmatch, where you just have to beat up, you know, the people you're playing with. Or, uh, like, a dodgeball-type game. Or instead of Capture the Flag, they had Capture the Fish, and you had to throw the fish into a big bullet of curry. Okay. And it was, it was ridiculous. It sounds like the stupidest game ever, but um, we had so much fun with that when I was in high school. Just, you know, groups of friends hanging around playing that game. Uh, It led to just so many funny moments. Um, And this game has that same feeling when, you know, that doesn't look fun from the outside. But when you play it, it's ridiculous. So um, out for the Switch, you can also get it on, uh, I believe, PlayStation, Xbox, and uh, pretty much everywhere else if you're interested. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, that one came up the 27th. Uh, the twenty-eighth, we have uh, for the Nintendo 3DS. We have Hey Pikmin. Um, I heard that it's uh, you know it's a standard Pikmin game that you'd expect. Uh, a lot more stress-free though. Uh, there's a few well, a little more difficult puzzles, but uh, yeah, you just kind of throw the Pikmin you have on hand. Uh, you have your attacking Pikmin, you know, all the standard Pikmin that you'd imagine from the mm-hmm. uh, console version. But uh, yeah, you know, all, all performing their you know standard rock Pikmins break things like we're seeing on the video. Sorry, podcast that you can't see that, but uh, uh, look at the video for it. Hey, Pikmin um, for the 3ds. First time Pikmin have come to the 3ds, so
1: that's pretty cool as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I've heard some. Uh, a lot of negative about it of people that were hoping for another like 3D core Pikmin game, which I think is right. probably on the way for uh, the Switch. And actually, I think, wasn't there rumors of another um, Pikmin game coming to uh, mobile phones? Um, I thought there was a rumor, but I haven't heard anything about it in quite yeah. some time. I mean, it'd so. be kind of weird to drop three Pikmin games within a six-month period, so I don't know. Um yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, I'll we'll have to wait to kind of hear more about that. But uh, another, actually, um, uh, Nintendo, uh, specifically on the, the 3DS system, they really have it on a roll. Um, another game coming out, Miitopia. Yeah. Um, that's like a RPG game where you're basically running around with a bunch of uh, either Miis that uh, you created or Miis that other people have uh, created. Like, you can get your friends and family or whatever. Um you can also just download some online. So I heard there was a ton of people playing with The Rock, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's like, a, it's like a relatively standard, like, chibi RPG. Um, that kind of, like, simple action. It's, like, kind of cutesy, but there there is a... Uh, actually, I've heard there's there's some real depth in there inside that game. So that's um, pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, um... And it, it heavily relies on uh, how your mees like work together or you know not work together but they it, how they like interact um, together. so if you have a you know negative interaction those two Miis aren't gonna work together as well mm-hmm. so it almost has like a tamagotchi feel to it yeah. So that's, it, it, it's kind of weird. Um, again, it might be one of those games. I don't know if it's for me. Right. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the, you know, you know what it looks like. So check out a video of that uh, again, coming out. Um, coming out for the 3DS came on uh, today, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Hey Pikmin. And it looks like the last one that is dropping isn't even for us here in the West. Uh, it's a Japan-only uh, Dragon Quest XI on PS4 and 3DS. Um, it's one of those things that we shouldn't fret, uh, You know, a- a- aside from not being able to play it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we hear that it's supposed to be coming West in 2018. Um, one of the big changes between uh, Dragon Quest 10 and 11 is they're refocusing on the single player RPG aspect mm. of Dragon Quest, whereas 10 was super like massive multiplayer type thing. Um, the Dragon Quest titles again, uh, like hardcore fan base of hardcore gamers that just love Dragon Quest. Yeah. So, uh, it's 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 a fan base that I don't, I, it's not that I don't like Dragon Quest, it's just that I've never really, um, got into it so it could be something that i could be super into i love what this game looks like um and yeah i mean it, it could it could be great so when this thing um when the thing ships over hopefully by that time uh we might hear something about it maybe uh, uh the nintendo switch something i can take with me mm-hmm. um i'll be super into that
1: do you have any thoughts um i'm not really a huge fan of the dragon quest games um that said i did like blue dragon so it might just be a branding thing blue dragon was beautiful um yeah so i mean i you know if that comes out on the switch that might be just the thing i need to get me to pick it up
0: well you know it looks um like it doesn't look open world but it looks slightly open world with uh of course your turn-based turn-based strategy Mm -hmm. uh rpg so I don't know this could it could be could be something I could be into so um we'll have probably more news about this title as we get closer to its release in 2018 Mm -hmm. in the US yeah or I guess English and European probably yeah uh it's just it it, again Japan only for Dragon Quest uh 11 but cool um that is it for our uh our games dropping uh for the twenty third to the thirtieth of July twenty seventeen. Um, I'm sure there are some things that we missed. Uh, if you find some that we missed that we think that you think that should be mentioned, uh, hit us up, facebook.com backslash Manic games inc and drop us a message, or just shoot us a line on Twitter with uh, you know, those missed gems. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of looking for uh, a little bit of participation. So call us out on our bullshit. Hey asshole as you missed this game. Um, mm-hmm. That's all we need. That's all we need. So we need. You can just write it. Hashtag MGI. Hey, assholes. We'll find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get into some of the uh, bigger news stories that, uh, that have been going down uh, this past week. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest stories uh, is um, the Pokemon Go. Wow.
1: Okay. So, um, I mean... Pokemon Go Fest, um, I I imagine people probably heard about it if they're even slightly up on game news just because it was such a shit show. Um, Yeah. Apparently, it completely fell apart and ruined a lot of people's experience. And uh, I actually know a guy who was, uh, you know, he had bought Pokemon Go Fest tickets, and he was there in Chicago. And uh, I forget what park it was, but he was was at Ground Zero live tweeting (laughs) the apocalypse, basically. Um, that's insane so uh now that said pokemon go kind of did some cool stuff with um these like raids that are kind of encouraging teamwork again so i think they've kind of seen the decline of people using the game and like you know for a while everybody was out playing you just run into people playing pokemon go all over the place and you know as you're approaching you're like talking to your friend like oh i bet these guys are valor or whatever you know what i mean like yeah. um it was really cool and it was like It's almost racist. uh, I mean, it really is racist in a lot of ways. Like, you were were going based on looks in a lot of cases. Yeah. But, like, uh, oh,
0: look at this piece of shit. uh,
1: You know, (laughs) the game kind of had a a rocky start, but a lot of people willing to give it a lot of second, third, fourth, fifth chances. And uh, I think it's just, like, it's overall been disappointing since then. Um, They've really had trouble rolling anything out. Everything starts at least a week or two later than they were originally stating, um, the game, the, the company Niantic has been horrible with communication, um, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you know, I don't know what the issue is, obviously, it's a smaller company, and they weren't expecting it to be as successful as it was, they really only have one or two games previously, uh, like, from Niantic specifically, so, um, I, I guess they just weren't ready for the success that they got, but, uh, Man, this the show just totally collapsed. So um, yeah, uh, just to give you an idea, um, not
0: being able to capture people traveled a very long way. Yeah, in some cases from California to Chicago. Yeah, purchasing this twenty dollars ticket, expecting to catch these cool Pokemon, this
1: is a borderline vacation for some people. Um, it really was like a lot of people took a long weekend, to, like um, right. You know, they got like Thursday, Friday, Monday off to go do this and i actually know um again on the game Informer show they were talking about this family from la that it was a whole family it was mom and dad two kids uh including their plane tickets and hotel stay and like they rented a car to be in the city and whatever uh they spent over a thousand dollars to go to this event yeah and uh spoiler alert it all fucking fell apart <laughs> It all fell apart
0: um, so much so that they're refunding everyone who bought a ticket. Mm-hmm. Their twenty dollars tickets, as well giving them a hundred dollars in PokéCoins um, to use on Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't really help those people that spend a thousand
1: dollars. Oh, certainly not. I mean, they're still down um, nine hundred, you know, eighty bucks or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's shitty. And they didn't even get to catch the things that they were looking for. Uh, um, yeah, I know some and, people
1: were able to, and it depended on carrier issues or whatever, but it was right. I mean, totally inexcusable from the company. Well,
0: they were live streaming this, oh, and, uh, and during the live stream, the people on stage were trying to use the app, and it was bombing out. It was bugging and wasn't working. Yeah. So that's pretty rough. Um, but... That being said, the app, while it was working, I heard it had some cool stuff that was happening. Like, they had, like, a, how they have gyms and stuff. They had, like, a big thing that said Pokemon Go Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could do, like, specialty things
1: there. Um, I still think the battle system's crap. I hate it. Uh, but it's an interesting I mean, move. It, like, it's, it's what they needed to do, and they should have had this for a long time. And they should be, like, now should be the time when they're upgrading that broken battle system, not putting out the broken battle system. You know what I mean? Right, right.
0: Um, and, uh, yeah, and, you know, it they, they, they've done some good things, too, I think, like, try to make those... You know, those fans that couldn't make it, it, it was better if you didn't go. Yeah. To be honest.
1: If, especially um, if you had time to run around and, like, fuck around with it. Because I know I didn't. Right. I didn't do anything while Pokemon Go Fest was going on. But I know that some people could get some, some cool, you know, stuff from participating in the event remotely. Right. I played a
0: few cool things and, uh, there were some, like, I think, upped drop chances for certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, um, on those? Like the, like the, um, you know the piece of metal that you need to upgrade or to uh, evolve Onyx into
1: to it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of the... Items like that were drop. Specialty um, evolution items, yeah.
0: Right. Um, I ended up getting the crown to evolve... Uh, was it Slowpoke into Slowking? King hmm Or... Sl- yeah, yeah, I, I can't yeah. remember. It, it, it's one of those. Um, and uh, I also was getting ready to take the dog out for a walk and noticed that the gym that is the front of my at the front of my complex is just like right like you know like a football field away Mm -hmm. um had a lugio at it no it was articuno oh damn and i ran up there and i was like oh shit and there was already a ton of people up there there was a dude up there with a dog already so my dog's an asshole and it kind of made it a, a a rough time and i you know i used that pass i tried to fight it but um it was like a communication thing. Nobody else was, nobody else was uh, uh, battling at that exact time that I was battling. Mm-hmm. So I just basically got stomped out. Yeah. So um, they are out there. You know, I've I've seen them. But at this event, it was pretty poor. Um, booing the CEO as he walks out before throwing nice. stuff on stage like bottles and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. They almost got killed. It, just insane and even more so like over them giving money back and pokey coins um some pokemon go fest uh, attendees are filing
1: lawsuits against niatic uh yeah it wasn't like it's not like the event was not great and it's like well i'm gonna like sue this company now and whatever you know what i mean like right the, the event literally did not happen like they didn't do anything to prepare for this onslaught of people they didn't set up wi-fi the they yeah. didn't alert it, it, the cell providers that they were going to have to up their towers at this time like they just kind of were like well everybody will figure it out see ya
0: yeah uh th- th- this um s- specific guy that flew out from uh, california to chicago uh, you know, like we were saying earlier, he paid to fly out. He had to wait yeah, the I would be lines living. I heard were insane. Yeah, there was and a, it's not there were exactly several people cool that never made there.
1: it in that had bought a ticket. And they were I mean, at certain points they were asking people to leave so that there were less people trying to sign people. on from one location. Yeah. yeah. And people um, still and, couldn't get in that were in line.
0: And according to uh Polygon, uh in their article um about this that has since you know been updated with you know, the ongoings, mm-hmm. uh, 20 or 30 people have joined this class action lawsuit against them.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, you know, we'll look and see what, uh, you know, what else comes of this. And uh, uh, like Polygon, they even managed to reach out to Nyadic and Nyadic said that they don't comment on pending legal matters. No, That's all they said, <laughs> obviously. So, um, you know. That's where that's at. It was pretty rough, but if you weren't there, which I imagine the majority of our fan base probably wasn't there, yeah. um, the game, you know, was okay. Like, I even managed to catch uh, a Pikachu wearing Ash's hat. Oh, that's like, cool. That's really cool. that's kind of cool. So, um, yeah, the that's game rough. is kind of progressing, but they just they weren't ready
1: for this. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it would have been better if they just were had a normal event like. What they usually do with like weekends or whatever, where they're like, "Oh, this during this time frame you can catch a cool dude," instead yeah. of like, "Hey, come fuck us forever and watch us shit all over your dreams." <laughs> yeah. uh, not a not a great all right. call. Yeah, <clears throat> um, but I guess going
0: to I, I I guess a little more positive news. Let's watch. A quick video of Pete Hines playing uh, Elder Scroll Legends, okay, which all right. dropped for uh, iOS and Android, which I think is a good place for all. I think that's where all of the uh, card games should belong. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to release it on
1: anything else, make sure you release it on mobile. Yeah, maybe PC, because I get it. Like, you can just sit down and crank P- it out and stream PC's and everything. Fun. But otherwise, like, I don't know why they release the shit on consoles, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's just like, not that type of thing.
0: Where's Gwent for ios and android for real dude that needs to be that should have been their first fucking that's a major problem but uh i spent um i spent the last pretty much 24 hours with um elder scroll legends uh i got into the beta and i actually opted out of it Mm -hmm. because i had other things that i was working on
1: yeah Uh, i I played a little bit of the beta
0: This game's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand fully everything on why like certain cards upgrade at certain times. I don't know why you get this ring that gives you more magicka mm-hmm. uh, sometimes than other times. Um, but uh, yeah, I played it the majority of the day yesterday. And um, it was pretty cool trying to figure out, you know... It, it's not that standard game where there's like three types of cards and this card trumps this card, and this card trumps this card. And then, you know, it circles back around this card trumping their original card. Um, yeah. It doesn't have that kind of, like, play. There's so many. There's, like, uh, I think, like, between six and eight different types of cards. You can bypass uh, attacking enemy cards to just attack the host. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, you can upgrade cards and just make, like, like one just crazy, badass, strong card.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's definitely got some like Hearthstoney mechanics. Uh, I don't yeah. think it is the Hearthstone killer, and I say that no, having not, uh, not at all. Like I, I, pretty much during this last uh, probably last month or the month before, um, mm-hmm. I finished Hearthstone. Like I'm just not ever gonna play again. I'm over it. So, yeah, and um, I feel like I feel like
0: these kind of games are like that. Right now, I think I have three card games on my phone. Yeah, and I'm pretty much done with all of them. Yeah, Like I literally with, uh, Elder Scroll legends, I've played it. I've played through the entirety of the story. I really don't care to play against other people, mm-hmm. but I do like some of the things that they're doing. They have the dark brotherhood, the things that you can buy the dark brotherhood expansion. There's another expansion that's supposed to be coming up. Um, uh, the, the Nordic Skyrim style expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it looks like you can buy those with in-game currency that you earn in-game. Yeah. So you don't have to just go out. You know, if you play enough against other people, you can like. I'm already at about 400 coins, and I need a thousand to unlock the Dark Brotherhood mm-hmm. stuff. So. So, you know, it, you know, just keep playing and doing the daily tasks and you know, sooner or later you really don't even have to put any money into it. You can just kind of play it. Um, but you know, that being said, if you're really into it, I super recommend putting money into it, you know, feeding uh uh feeding some money into a game that you really like. Mm-hmm. It's just and card company, games just aren't for me. A company that you really right. like too for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh,
1: Elder Scroll Legends. Um, you can grab that now on uh, iOS and Android. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah. So we uh, we did want to mention a story that actually, um, like the original story went up in about you know twelve to fifteen hours passed, and then it got taken out pretty quick. But uh, there was a rumor that um, there was a potential Grand Theft Auto six in the works, which Mm-hmm. I mean, there has to be, like, somebody somewhere is thinking about Grand Theft Auto 6, you know what I mean? But uh, basically yeah. it was a um, a mocap actor that on their resume, they I, did they just put Grand Theft Auto 6? Well, what actually happened is
0: um, there was something weird that happened. It wasn't actually even him mm-hmm. that put this up. Um, someone had put up that he has been working, this mo- motion capture actor has been working on Grand Theft Auto six and Red Dead Redemption two. And then people were like, Oh shit, that's GTA six confirmed. Uh-huh. And then they went over to his Reddit and they're like, Oh shit. He's checking out, checking in at rockstar San Diego all the time. Uh-huh. Huh. So they're like, so this is legit. That's where it falls apart. Okay. Um, they managed to reach out to the guy and they said that the guy said, the resume is a fake and apparently, um, Apparently uh, this isn't even my page or account or resume. Huh. I don't even know the website that it's on. Uh, he worked on GTA 5 a long time ago and hasn't done anything since. So he's like sorry for the confusion it seems like I'm being trolled online really bad. Uh-huh. So uh yeah it's just people basically uh you know just
1: making shit up like they always do.
0: Trying to trying to stir the pot. So well, I would say, basically uh, the main reason I wanted to run this is to shine some light on the fact that there is no confirmation about GTA six. Yeah, Um, definitely. uh,
1: Isn't it weird that this kind of stuff passes muster when one of the credits was that he was a, a, he worked on mercenary and mercenary was spelled wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how like thumbs up people fall for that. kind. It's like when you get that email, like, uh, yeah, look, Mercenary insurance. Mercenary. Uh, it's a e. It's not a i. Yeah. So it's like, come on, dude. Uh, it's, just that's always the really, shit re- that that yeah. gets people too. It's never like a totally legit like, oh, this is a job posting and we're looking for somebody that has has extensive GTA Five modding experience. They're obviously looking for GTA Six. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it's the weirdest stuff that gets everybody freaked out.
0: Yeah, and uh, like, I think Rockstar is still pretty focused on GTA Online, and I think mm-hmm. they're going to continue to be definitely focused Red on GTA too. Online. Uh, we're going to see too.
1: Red Dead Online for sure. There's no way they don't oh, do that. yeah, and what they have, that Wild West Online, who... Um, those poor guys are going to get fucked. Yeah,
0: I, uh, I managed to reach out to those guys and ask them. Yeah, they just have uh, to launch first for some access to see, you know, let's check out the game. Let's get some live streams of us playing the game going, what we need to do to make a, uh, a partnership between, you know, us here at MGI and them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that could be something here in the future when yeah. they get closer to doing that, uh, uh, some of the, some more public announcing. So, um, but yeah, uh, I think just be happy with GTA Online if you're a huge hmm. Grand Theft Auto fan and uh, just wait to be pleasantly surprised by GTA
1: 6 yeah. or I mean, whatever they have
0: next. If we uh, if I we mean, do
1: hear about a GTA 6, it's going to be in like four years, man.
0: Yeah. Um, if anything, we're going to get a smaller GTA from a smaller studio. Yeah, maybe like a mobile game or something. Right, right. I could still so, um, Switch
1: Grand Theft Auto.
0: Be Yeah, <laughs> just be happy with uh, uh, Online because Online is still bumping there's mm-hmm. still a ton of people like i look at my psn every day and there's still people playing it and with the editor and all of the updates that they throw several times a year mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be doing that for a bit so just hang tight and have fun with that that's
1: what i would say yeah for sure
0: cool um up next uh, the destiny 2 beta uh went down mm-hmm. uh we got hands-on got to play it a bit um and uh I, I'm. I, I don't want to just beat it up, you know. I do. Uh, you do. Um, I, I, I. don't want to be. I mean, because Destiny. Destiny was fun. Well, Destiny's a lot of
1: people's like
0: game too. Exactly. But uh, the biggest piece that I want to point out is that now that this is owned by a, now that this is something. Yeah, Okay, it's owned by the same guys who basically own Call of Duty. Yes. So, now that they have this game that we were like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. Uh, you know, it's going to be this fantastic space epic where we'll get to go from planet to planet and look at all this stuff that is not the case. This is Call of Duty in space, and now they're bringing Call of Duty back from space and making it a war game again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... This is the same game that you got before. It's just they're making you pay $60 for it again. Or more if you get a bigger edition. And Season Pass. It's the exact same game. I saw pretty much nothing that led me to
1: believe that this game was um, different from the first game that I played. Yeah, it really just seems like they... I mean, it seems like a really big patch
0: really it, it does um this should have been when we worked at GameStop we were told that this game's going to be 10 years long on your game this game is going to going to survive the this console generation and you'll be able to just upgrade instead of paying 60 bucks you pay 40 bucks mm-hmm. uh, for all of the DLC for this game for a year that's literally what they told me as an assistant manager of a major yeah, you know uh, gaming retailer company um that's what was told to my face, and even from my 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 manager told me that after coming back from conference. And yeah. then they're already like, "Well, here's
1: Destiny 2. And also, it's so, sixty bucks. And also, the the pass for the one year of you know DLC is forty bucks. So instead of which you're gonna want, yeah, instead if of you buy the game, of paying uh, you know forty a year just to keep constantly updated and get constant improvements, like. Sometimes daily improvements. Instead of that, it's you know pay forty 100. a year and then also pay a hundred every two or three years.
0: Yeah, it's basically like a hundred and twenty every like two years or something. Yeah. To be able to enjoy Destiny, so yeah. uh, that's pretty much where we're at personally. I'm not picking this game up. I'm actually uh, when I played it, I had the opportunity to stream it. I didn't even stream it because wow. of how uh, just shitty I would have been oh, playing this game. Yeah, you didn't want to just be like a total bitch while I'm playing it. Yeah. I no, I mean it, it's it's not that like like raging is one thing, you know, that's whatever. But I didn't want to just basically have a whole stream of me beating on this game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I felt that was that was rude and I know you know they work on the game and they work hard on the game. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. But And I know some people that work on the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, that kind of makes it hard. One of the We we met two of the guys that worked on Destiny One. Yeah, and I was the reason one of them used this Twitter for the first time in like four years. Yeah, so it's it's like it's not like and that's why I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to beat on it, beat on them because you know these guys work hard on it. So Mm -hmm. you know that's not that's not for me. And this, I mean, this is the same game.
1: Yeah, a lot of people know there's no way around it. Bungie and Bungie's got some really hardcore long term fans. You know. And uh, mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of Bungie. I didn't like the Halo games. I'm not really a first-person shooter guy in general, and it's even less with multiplayer. So, yeah. um, you know, this isn't You're coming from outspoken. me, but this is coming from people that I know that are huge fans that they can smell Activision all over this. Yeah. And, you know, again, uh, there's, there's plenty of Activision games that I'm really into, but it's like, uh, this, this property seems to be being mishandled. Quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're gonna fall into the same slouch that we fell into with Call of Duty. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna get stale because it's gonna be the same game over and over again. And if they just would have delivered continued to deliver on the first promise that they made about destiny. Mm. Like like let's say you get this game, you get Destiny two, and you don't get the season pass, you're immediately fucked. Yeah, um, because you, you essentially you like
1: can't play with anybody else after you know maybe two or three weeks after the first DLC comes out, you're fucked.
0: Yeah, well, immediately as soon as the first DLC comes out, it drops. If you enjoy the competitive multiplayer, uh-huh. you get um, you get all you get is quick game, and it's just a quick game. That it just drops you into whatever, mm-hmm. like you're like a
1: sub, like oh, you mean like you're like a sub player of um like competitive or ranked or anything. right?
0: Of course you can't use any of the new maps, but you can't even select like what type of game you want to play. Uh-huh. It's, it, it all just turns into, well, you're playing this quick play of whatever the random server generator wants to throw you into. It's yeah, really weird. So it, it it's rough. Um, and with that, you can't play with most of your friends and it's, it, the game is unplayable if you don't have the DLC. So if you're buying this game, expect to spend, you know, buy the game and buy the season pass. Just get it right away. Mm-hmm. Don't even don't even wait around. I'll get the season pass later. Just buy it right away because yeah. it's not going to drop in price. So, um, and I, I think the, the, <laughs> the parting quote that I'll leave with, uh, was post on, uh, uh, Keisaria, um, who often games with us a lot? Mm-hmm. She posted after our beta experience. Uh, it was a video of myself, her, and Pasty Pasta Man dancing, and it said the best part of the Destiny beta. Oh boy! Um, and even my dance as the hunter was pretty much the exact same as yeah. the dance from
1: and like the first game. So there's a lot of like little know. nitpicky issues too. Like they're not carrying your full character progress over. They're carrying your yeah. um your characters like customization continues it's literally like a minute of content yeah the the grimoire stuff i don't believe is carried
0: over yeah um, all of your weapons that you worked so hard for in the first Armor, game have weapons been wiped. your Armor. stats are wiped because um, they changed it and one of the things that just pissed a, me off still and I, I i understand it because you know everyone is the same level in the beta um, but they could have added some variation to it but they just didn't um I got. I had all this starting like armor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The first down or the first uh, drop that I got, yeah, was another piece of armor. It was fully identical to the first armor that I had, except it just looked worse.
1: That just it looked was just looked worse.
0: The stats were a hundred percent the same. That's there was no difference, um, and it just it, it looked worse than what I started with. And I was like, why would I want that? And I, it just yeah, just, I.
1: I no. Yeah, not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for asking. All right. Uh, okay, so let's skip on to the next thing. Um, this was a game that, right that had actually just came out um, yesterday, I guess. Uh, so mm-hmm. we, um, I'm actually going to definitely, like, probably write a review of this and uh, maybe make a video review. We'll see if I can experiment with that or something. But um, <laughs> Galaxy of Pen and Paper, it's from... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from uh, kind of uh, a company that I know a few people from, and I've actually gotten to talk with them and even do some interviews with them in the past. Uh, Behold Studios, yeah. they're from Brazil. Um, yeah, so this is kind of a... Uh, their, their first like commercial success game was called Knights of Pen and Paper, where you play a group of kids that are playing a Dungeons and Dragons game. Um, so this new game, Galaxy of Pen and Paper, is kind of an expansion on that, but uh, they actually... They don't have the, uh, I don't think they have the original rights to Knights of Pen and Paper anymore. I think their publisher took that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's kind of building on what they've done in the past, but it's it it goes further than Knights of Pen and Paper ever did, and uh, it's specifically in the battles and stuff. So, um, you know, they're doing a, the sci-fi theme now. Um, it's got a lot more, like, customization and kind of, like, cool features that the original game didn't have in its... Uh, this is a company that you can very clearly see them improve as, uh, you know, each of their games that they make, you can kind of see the tack on on the next game from what they learned from that last game. And uh, their their game right before this one was uh, Chroma Squad, which was like, you play a group of people that are like doing Power Ranger, like a, they're filming a Power Ranger style TV show. <laughs> So, I mean, like, this, co- this company is super original. I love their, like, the look of everything. I love how uh, creative they are. Uh, the music's really good. Their first couple games they made, the, like, quality of English translation was not very good. So that's, like, a running joke now that somebody will make fun of, like, how bad <laughs> their English is in the game. So, um, yeah, this I mean, this game looks really cool, and I, I can't wait to dive in and kind of get to experience a little more of it.
0: Yeah, uh I'm actually really inter- it's all a single player experience, right? Yep. Yeah, so I mean that's really cool. I I would like to uh I would like to get into this as well. I love the style that we're looking at like right now we're watching a video and we're looking at the uh the GM's room and you see nods to different like things from the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s. Like I see like a He-Man statue outline in the corner. Um on the shelf I see uh
1: the oldest brother from the the show Dinosaurs. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you it's you get to customize PlayStation your, one on the floor. Uh, dungeon master's room as well, usually, and that gives you like little in-game stat boosts. So, yeah, it's fantastic. Do yeah. um, you, you got a price on this thing? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, uh, I just bought it. I think it was fifteen bucks. Uh, let me let me double check that. Looks
0: looks more than worth it. Um, it just you know coming from you know we especially a lot of us here at MGI we love. Of course, video games, but we also love tabletop games and we play, you know, we try to play as much tabletop as we can. Um, it's kind of hard with, you know, growing up and, you know, having different schedules and everything, but, uh, this could definitely, uh, cure that itch. Or if you're new to tabletop games, uh, this could be a good, like introduction for you. So,
1: um... Just a lot of good stuff from some good people that like to make good video games. Yeah, definitely. And they're, I mean, they're a pretty small studio still, as far as I know. So, um, you know, I, I, that's the people I especially like to, you know, buy their game as soon as it comes out. Try to get it in intro a week. Get it at full price. Um, it is, right. I confirmed it is only 15 bucks. So, that I mean, that's nothing. And, like, some of their, I mean, these games that they release that are $15 are, like, 20, 30 hour experience if you are really putting everything into it. So uh, it's definitely worth it.
0: We should have probably popped this into the games that uh, came out, you know, recently. Um, Kotaku, who whose article we are currently reading, said the only downside is that they didn't call it Space Knights of Pen and Paper.
1: Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like I said, and... I don't think they own the name.
0: <laughs> yeah. So... Um, So, I mean, yeah, go check that out. Go grab a few videos. uh, Pick it up. It's out, you know, on Steam. So it's on PC, uh, iOS, and Android. So, uh, yeah, give those guys a little bit of money and some props. Let them know what you think. Tweet about it. And uh, let us know what you think as well. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, Up next, uh, we got uh, Doomfist. We finally got uh, to check him out, play around with him uh, personally. And... uh, if you guys get a chance, you can head over to uh, uh, twitch.tv backslash the real uh, Night Swarm, which is my personal. You can find that link uh, at twitch.tv backslash M- uh, Mammoth Games Inc. Um, and uh, you can check out basically everything that comes with uh, Doomfist. Myself, Kesari, and Pasty Pastman uh, did a short like let's play. I looked through In my video, I looked through every uh, uh, skin option, um, voice line, and more and uh he's a cool character to play as um he has uh some cool comboing abilities that allow him to uh uh, dash forward and punch uh he has an uppercut and then a leap forward where he punches downward at the ground so you can combo those together to do almost a uh um what do you call it like a like a street fighter style combo Uh Wow and uh it, it has a lot of like nods at Street Fighter and uh different like box you know different like uh things that kind of inspired Doomfist. like he has a spray that's the Muhammad Ali where he has his glove up like he just knocked like he just knocked the dude out mm-hmm. um' yeah you know, we just looked at uh, a skin that looked uh had like the um the bands uh in the metal chest he looked a lot like colossus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even one of his sprays has an arrow down, uh, down to the right, and then to the right, and then it says plus and has Doomfist Mm -hmm. icon, so it's like a Street Fighter combo. That's cool, yeah, just a lot of good stuff. Um, he's a pretty fun character to play as. Uh, he has you know some great skins and some other stuff. So, go, uh, go check that video, uh, go check that video out and see what Doomfist is all about if you have the chance. Um, Some of the other noteworthy things that went down uh, besides Doomfist is um, with the newest patch is uh, the loot box got an update, drastically reducing the amount of duplicates you'll receive when opening a loot box. Mm -hmm. And to compensate when you do get a loot box, the gold that you get for duplicate items has been increased. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Um, They did some... uh, uh, new highlight options for, like, recording video in-game. Um, and uh, character-wise, uh, some new sound effects for uh, Diva, Genji, um, Reaper, and other characters. Uh, McCree's flashbang. Uh, it says, uh, stunned, uh, stunned targets are now slowed heavily, meaning they're less likely to escape while being stunned, especially when the, in the air. Um, This can still shut down, uh, like, ultimate abilities and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reinhardt's Rocket Hammer swing speed got a 10% increase, which I very much uh, felt. Mm -hmm. And uh, Zarya's Graviton Surge, her ultimate ability, um, now uh, holds on to every character but two characters. Whereas other characters could um, use an ability to, like... get out of her uh, gravitational pull on her ultimate ability. Mm -hmm. Um, Reaper is the only one that can phase out of it as well as Zarya. She can use her, um, um, it's like a, almost like a shield and she can walk out of it. Okay. So um, that's like all the big stuff. If you want to check it out, uh, just check out uh, battle.net. Look around for blizzards or blizzards. uh, Yeah. Look around for blizzards battle.net account or, um, the site and uh, try to find the the patch notes for it. Um, I did a quick search and I found it, so it shouldn't be too, too difficult to find. Um, And, uh, and yeah, let's go ahead and move on. uh, And I'll let you go ahead and take the one that's after this monster hunter one, uh, because that seems to be something you've been excited about. I'm ready. Um, Monster hunter world. Showed off 14 new weapons in gameplay. Um, pretty much everything from, you know, like everything you'd expect from Monster Hunter. Um, kind of like, uh, uh, like big swords, axes, uh, and then of course like bows. But uh, some of the weapons, of course, shields too and daggers. But uh, yeah, they showed off some pretty cool weapons. Um, they showed off a uh, almost like a bow gun that can set mine. Uh, like trap mines on the ground. So when they get crossed over, they explode or you can detonate them manually. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed a guy wielding a huge sword uh, with a shield and the sword l- had like a, like a revolver look to it. So you could also shoot. So it was basically a gunblade, Like
1: a giant gun blade.
0: Yeah. And uh, the whole time that they're showing off all these weapons, they're fighting this giant ass iguana mm-hmm. that has like a hair, like a terrible hairy... Trump looking main. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And yeah, it like some really cool uh, uh, weapons. I, I think um, I'm going to be really, I think I'm going to be into this game quite a bit. And two of the weapons that I saw early in the video, they showed a um, like a pole arm that has uh, points on each end. And the dude was darting around um, in the air, in the air, yeah. attacking. And I'm like, yep, that looks like something I'd be all about. As well, um, the the bow that shoots basically a knight's lance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that looks really nothing cool. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, that's up there. If you get a chance, uh, just give that a quick YouTube or Google search and uh, and check them all out. And expect uh, expect this game to come out in 2018. I'm pretty sure we're going to cover it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So
1: uh, yeah, that'll be cool. All right, uh, this is actually another um, kind of notable game that came out that we didn't just have <laughs> in the normal releases, I guess. Uh, yeah. On July 20th, we saw the release. I th- think it's only on Steam. Um, I- I I'll think have to verify right. that. But it is Dream Daddy, the dad dating simulator. Oh, It's okay. So, uh, okay, all right. Hold on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> buckle the fuck so up. Is what it, I'm gonna buckle the
1: fuck up. Because basically what's going on is that you kind of custom create a dad, and you have a daughter, and it's maybe explained in game why you're a dad with a daughter, because there's something coming up that throws a little wrench into that old bad boy, and it's that you move into a street of a bunch of other dads that are all single, and they're ready to throw some D's and some daddies. Know what I'm saying? (laughs) So basically you're a dad and you fuck a lot of dads. So, yep. uh that's the game. It's right here when I'm in for. It. Okay, it is not well <laughs> uh hmm. It's not smut. It's not pornographic. But it's a dating simulator. So you're clearly banging these dads. But they don't show you banging dads. But it's implied, you know, heavily it's implied. It's very heavily in the title implied that you're dream daddy dickin.
0: I'm pretty sure I saw a dialogue box that said nice taint.
1: It's s- all I'm gonna say. Yeah, that sounds like it's right. Uh, let's just <laughs> let's just enjoy some of this video here. Build that, Dad. I love Daddy Winky Face. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And there's like a bunch of mini games built in. You're like playing golf and shit. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like uh, uh, so. I guess the uh, the Game Grumps made this game entirely. Yeah. Like it was the Game Grumps that made it. Uh, they published it. It exists in the world from some grumpy old gamers. So, uh, yeah, get out there and bang that dad. All right. Jesus Christ. The Jesus, font and everything yeah. is, I, I'm on board 100% for everything. Horrifying.
0: Yep. All right, next up, um, I wanted to, like, I, I think this, you, uh, filter cord brought this up, mm-hmm. Um and it just made me laugh after a quick Google search. Oh yeah. uh, and of, seeing what we could find. Speaking of nightmares. Uh, speaking of nightmares, uh, the cool, funny art chat bubbles that are happening in Splatoon—they uh-huh. do have—they uh, do have voiceover, uh, or not voiceover. You can, you, you know, you can live chat. Uh-huh. And this one's probably my favorite. The, this is fine with the <laughs> that dog getting ro- paint rolled right over. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: People and are putting these so ultra-realistic graphics in these chat bubbles. It's so funny.
0: Yeah, and people
1: are just... They're using
0: their drawing skills rather than How? like. Is speaking. it, is it just art? I've done school? two. It is. That's amazing. Look and at that done, one. The, the Metal Gear Solid one. Wow. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, here's a Rick and Morty one. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to shoot them, Morty. <laughs> they're not humans. They're squids. <laughs> it's just Rick and Morty. <laughs> That's so weird. And they, yeah, they they just use uh, just the, the, they the, just use the in-game stuff, wow. and they create cool things. Um, Ink and Park.
1: Re, Jesus.
0: Relatively, relatively quick. So, um, wow. If you are hesitant and have a switch about getting Splatoon. Um, this is the cool shit
1: that you're in for. <laughs> so that's hilarious! And apparently yeah, they're being very, very hostile with the bands. So careful what you're putting in there.
0: Yeah, I mean you can still do funny stuff, but don't be. Uh, we're not like advocating being uh,
1: vulgar, a dick, or a uh, dream or daddy that's trying to get dicked?
0: So we went from, we, we just went from point A to po- point B. Yeah. I mean, there is very a crossover,
1: <laughs> but it's something you don't want to Google. It puts you on a list. Don't Google that. puts you on a very angry CIA. Angry. Angry list. All right, angry daddy. What? <laughs>
0: uh, well, yeah, so p- also,
1: um, Sims 4 is going to be coming to consoles. Uh, it's going to be on PS4 yep. and X-Boner. Um, X-Boner? I'm kind of, like, it's kind of shocking that they're How not going to put that? the Sims 4 on the Switch can you imagine just having the sims always everywhere you go that's ideal forever I mean let's Very make it ideal. Ideal, guys. Uh, yeah yeah so um' I'm, I'm not really sure I know the Sims games when they come to consoles are always like heavily altered uh, they're Dumbed like down they're really, really pulled back yeah so um that said I never owned a PC copy of the Sims 2 I exclusively played the Sims 2 on consoles and it's all right I mean it's playable Oh yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, when I was uh, when when I was uh like during the PS2, um I played The Sims solely on on console. I didn't even have it on PC. Mm-hmm. So, um it wasn't until 3 that I ever got it on Wow. Uh, yeah, so so it, it had been it had been some time. Um but it, it's kind of cool. Uh, playing The Sims on console is a little bit different experience. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know how they're going to handle it with um Uh, if there's going to be co-op or anything like that, but, uh,
1: historically, um, I think a second player could be on, as long as they stayed on your screen, the first player still controlled the screen and, uh, the the second player could like wander off and go do something, but they kind of lost direct control of the character until they walked back to screen.
0: Right. Um, and, and, you know, so it worked well if you were playing with, you know, like, uh, you know, if you were just playing with a friend or whatever, and you guys, you know, decided, you know, like, let's keep the rooms next to each other. Let's kind of have the same routine. It worked out. I remember playing, uh, I think two with a friend on mm-hmm. PS2 and, uh, he systematically, uh, went through and killed everyone in the neighborhood uh-huh. and put their graveyards in the backyard.
1: That's yeah, all doable.
0: So every morning my character would go out for a very long time and mourn at each one of the graves. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. That's horrific.
0: It was horrifying. So, I mean, you know, those are the kind of uh, fun things that you can look forward to during The Sims. Uh, with the fourth one, they added a bunch of new stuff. Uh, a lot of people just like to pick it up just to create, you know, the house and not even play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, in almost it. Ashley's case. Um, so, uh, yeah, that you can look forward to that coming out uh, with its uh, worldwide release, I believe, November. Seventeenth, uh, so just another game to chalk up to that October November, uh, beating that our wallets are going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, n- yeah. next up we have some Star Wars Battlefront Two. Um, I'm just going to show up some multiplayer gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you had so, some
1: um information about a prequel. Yes. Uh. Print, right. Yeah. The Star Wars Battlefront Two Inferno Squad is a uh, official canonical Star Wars novel. Um, it is a prequel to Battlefront Two, kind of telling the uh, the story of that main character. She have a name? I'm sure she does.
0: Uh, yeah, she has a name.
1: I I don't I don't recall.
0: She has a name. Um,
1: so it's I kind mean we of haven't got a chance story. to go hands
0: on yet. So yeah.
1: Um, so I, I, I'm actually really excited to uh, get into that uh, beta. Do you remember when that access opens up? I think I've seen. It. Uh, I believe it's October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, early October. And the game
0: releases November. Um, you will definitely see. Uh, us playing this one Mm -hmm. um uh, i know pasty pasta man's interested he's definitely going to jump in him case myself i know grim uh is super interested and you expressed some interest in it yeah um i think this one's a buy for me unless the beta does something crazy that Mm -hmm. i'm just like you know what never mind um i'm i'm fully in uh I, i need more star wars in my life so
1: yeah yeah i'm very interested Um, so yeah this this uh this book's kind of a direct prequel telling the story of this group that the main character is in um and i love stuff like that yeah as far as i know like she directly witnesses the uh death star collapse round two Uh uh-huh so uh that'll be really interesting to you know I've always been really into that idea, and I think these movies are exploring it again of, like, when, you know, when you're the Nazi and Hitler dies, like, do you just, uh, okay, we're over, or do you keep going, Yeah, you know what I mean? And, like, these, uh, you know, yeah, the Stormtroopers kept going, and they went on to create, you know, in the movies, uh, what is it, the First Order? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it'll be cool to kind of see that develop from, directly from that character's point of view. Uh, I guess it's questionable how much you humanize the Stormtroopers because they are literally Nazis, but, you know, I'm in for the ride regardless. I mean, Wolfenstein 2 is also coming out, so it'll balance it.
0: Yeah. Um, So look forward to uh, that beta and more information on Star Wars Battlefront 2 as we uh, move right along. Mm -hmm. But speaking of Wolfenstein 2, we're going to get into some of the, like, um, collector's edition newer things that that are dropping about. But uh, Wolfenstein 2 has a, uh, a season pass. The, the Freedom Chronicles announced. Um, it looks like it's going to cost about twenty-five bucks, and uh, it's going to have uh, three DLC packs, which will, of course, arrive post-launch. You won't get, you know, you won't have one of these on day one, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, but Don't know too much about it. Expansion number one is called uh, Adventures of Gunslinger Joe. Uh It stars a former professional quarterback named Joseph Stalin. Yes,
1: sir. Are you fucking shitting me? Uh,
0: The second, uh, The Diaries of Agent Stilldeath... uh, We'll see you infiltrate Nazi bunker in California and discover secret operations of San Andreas. That's really interesting. Uh, as ex-OSS agent Jessica Valiant. Mm-hmm. And the final DLC pack is titled uh, The Amazing Deeds of Captain Wilkinson. Uh, and we'll task you with uh, dismantling Nazi a Nazi operation in Alaska. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, so go check that out. Wolfenstein two is shaping up. Um,
1: That's it's looking to be good. A,
0: uh, uh, yeah, it's looking damn good. I love their art direction with all of their, uh, uh, videos and more. So, uh, game launches in October. So definitely add that one to the list of October, November games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one's a weird one. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but, yeah. uh, WWE 2K18 has a, uh, a big old collector's edition um, for $150. bucks. is the Cena Nuff huh? edition. Um, like I said, 150 bucks, 15 years of John Cena, and a bunch of, wow, it like, looks like lithographs, action figures, and more. You can expect some uh, downloadable content. That game is coming out for Xbox One, PS4, and actually recently announced for the Nintendo Switch. Hmm. That's so, a good idea. That's so kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and chugging right along, uh, we have uh a couple s- weird system things. We're looking right now um, at the Atari Box. You can check that out if you're watching this post uh, at AtariBox.com. Mm-hmm. They have a cool little teaser trailer. You can sign up for their mailing list, and uh, they had actually sent me a message. You can check that out Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games, Inc., just in the search bar type in Atari Box, and you will find uh the information that we received inside of uh, our personalized newsletter, showing off what it's going to be like, the different editions and more. Mm -hmm. So um, that's something to keep an eye on the Atari box.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. The, the, the Atari quote unquote flashback thing. That's going to, there's several versions of that with different games and everything. There's going to be the Sega Genesis flashback that, Actually, will play most Sega Genesis and Mega Drive cartridges. If you still have any of those laying around, and uh, that one's going to be eighty bucks, so that's some that's some cool stuff. Uh, yeah, these
0: consoles um, say that they uh, support seven twenty p HDMI output mm-hmm. and include two wireless controllers, uh, ports for wired controllers, um, save, pause, rewind features for every title as well. Um, yeah. Eighty five games on the Sega Genesis Flashback for 80, 80 bucks. Um, you know, including games like *Fantasy Star*, *Sonic*, *Mortal Kombat*. Uh, I imagine you'll get *Golden Axe in there, mm-hmm. uh, *Streets of Rage*, and more. Um, but those two are hanging out, so go uh, go check it out. It is the um, uh, the Sega Genesis flashback. You have the um, the Atari. What is it? Classic. 8 Gold Edition, I think is... There's all kinds of different Something like ones. That. There's the, uh, the, the Atari Flashback is what it's called. Atari yeah. Flashback 8 is the newest one. And knowing that um, it's uh,
1: Sega and Atari, you know they're not going to run out of stock like Nintendo did. <laughs> right. And if you are be so many of
0: these. If you're looking for that Nintendo, uh, they also have the micro uh, SNES coming up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, good luck. Good freaking luck.
1: Yeah, because uh, apparently there was just another run of... Uh, Micro NESs. and really? Walmart like gave out a ton of like sales, and then they canceled like fifty percent of their sales.
0: Yo, know, that was the SNES. Oh, was that the they SNES? They pre-ordered okay. a ton of them, and then they're like, "Shit, that's not right." And then they had to cancel a bunch of them. Yeah, that's why. What, what um, that Let's, goes out to this Again, it's
1: not really like my type of thing. I, I don't get right. super nostalgic with games. Uh, I really like the idea of like the the Sega Genesis one that actually is a working Sega Genesis console that will take the most of the cartridges. Um, yeah, we're looking
0: at that right now. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, um, that's super
1: cool. But, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not really my type of thing, but uh, I do feel bad for, like, how limited some of this stuff is. Like, uh, we were actually talking about that before. I don't know why they don't just open all that shit up and, you know, just make it totally available digitally if you can't go and actually get the collector's item system, you know?
0: right yeah they should put that like snes and nes classic stuff Slap just toss switch. it up on this switch yeah uh-huh. put it up there for you know what uh 20 cheaper than what you'd sell the console for right you'll make a tight bundle on those games mm-hmm. no doubt cool moving right along uh you were saying some, some stuff about thq nordic teasing some new
1: yes uh stuff? for um coming for up, Gamescom? Uh, yeah we're gonna have uh Gamescom here in august And um, Nordic Games, which Mm -hmm. acquired the right to use the THQ Nordic name, they actually got kind of the remaining... uh, They they bought a lot of the IPs that THQ couldn't really sell to anybody else. Uh, Nordic picked them up. And then a little Mm -hmm. bit later, they actually got the entire THQ trademark, which is really cool. Um, You know, depending on their success, they might actually be able to... Like, bring back THQ as a small publisher, which I think would be amazing. Uh, That
0: would be really cool, yeah. uh,
1: THQ got like a really short shrift on what happened to them. Like, basically, they, I mean, to keep it really short, they were going bankrupt and the government did not allow them to file bankruptcy, which would let them stay in business. You know, bankruptcy is a little different than uh, uh, for businesses, it's different than it is for people. Um, They would have been able to survive as a company if they were allowed to. Become bankrupt, but the government basically wouldn't allow them the right type, so they had to fold the whole company. Um, it really sucks, and you know, some a lot of really talented people worked at THQ directly and at all the companies that THQ kind of you know worked with and published for. So um, yeah, THQ Nordic actually said that uh, you know we already know that we're going to have uh, the Battle Chasers Night War game. Um, so that's like uh, from some of the original. People behind the Darksiders stuff. Um, There's going to be a game by uh, Bugbear Studios called Wreckfest. I'm definitely interested to hear more about that. Uh, And then they they basically said there's going to be two new titles that they're going to announce at Gamescom, which, you know, it's in some regards, like, to Europe, it's bigger than E3. And, uh, I mean, certainly in terms of, like, people attending, it's, it's much bigger than E3, even with the, you know, added civilian people this year. Um... So uh, yeah, basically they're they're talking about a original IP, uh, a new something that is not a remake of anything else. It's an open world RPG that they described as a quote post apocalyptic kung fu fable. So that sounds really interesting and uh, yeah, kung fu I think as a genre has kind of died out since Ragdoll Kung Fu. So yeah, uh, hopefully this will be kind of a return to form for that. The second title. Uh, they said it's the return of a mysterious and well-known horror series for a new installment. So, um, kind of that excited has for me that. really,
0: yeah, that has me really thinking. Um, like, what could it be? They don't have a live They don't have any
1: horror titles, I don't think. But it could be something from like that they've picked up. Uh, that they've picked up along the way, and it could be something that maybe THQ had in like the '90s or the early 2000s when it was a young company. Um, and true. just, you know, it, it got one game and it was just kind of trash and never anything else. So, uh, you know, and they also have announced that they're going to make Darksiders 3 uh, there at Nordic, yeah. uh, THQ Nordic. So right. um, I'm excited to hear anything more they have to show on the stuff they already have. I'm excited to see the new stuff, all of that. For sure.
0: Cool. Um, we also have... I'm exiting a few tabs here. Don't mm-hmm. mind me. Um, a little information uh, surrounding Friday the Thirteenth. The game we've talked uh, and played this a pretty heavy amount. Yeah. Uh, another uh, were, another
1: and... Insta crush rumor over here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, a lot of people were saying that uh, there, were, you know, the developers, uh, Afonic, is working on Dead Alliance, uh, started prior to Friday the Thirteenth. Um, he wanted to. The CEO uh, wanted to crush the rumor saying that they're going to drop support on Friday the 13th. Um, he said that he wanted to uh, address the concerns that they're going to abandon Friday the 13th for Dead Alliance. This is 100% not true. Uh, major independent studios, uh, major independent, or uh, most major and independent studios have multiple teams working on multiple projects at the same time. Mm-hmm. This is critical for the survival of the studio, especially with the ups and downs of the industry. Dead Alliance was started before Friday the 13th. It was co-developed by uh, Psyop, Games and Alphonic, and then uh, title Mo- uh, Alphonic then title uh, Moving Hazard. I-, I don't know what he was getting at there. Really weird. Psyop, uh Games released Moving Hazard uh, to Steam Early Access well over a year ago and gained uh, int- uh, gained interest from Maximum Games for a console port. Um, we had a team who remained working on what turned into Dead Alliance for consoles and have always separated Friday the 13th team from them. Ophonic still remains a small studio to this day, but they're growing. Uh, with recent uh, success of Friday the 13th, the game, we've been increasing our staff on the title. Originally, we had around 20 uh, team members internally uh, working on the game, and now we're up to about 30. Uh, we have opened a second office that's sole purpose is to support development of Friday the 13th, the game. Uh, in addition, in addition, we continue to staff up more team members for continued support of the game. We uh, so we assure you the continued support of Friday the Thirteenth has not been Im- uh, abandoned. Abandoned. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Um, so expect to see more cool Friday the Thirteenth. I keep seeing weird things happen with the title um, for the backers. One of the big things that the backers got that was ridiculous and it was a stretch goal was a uh tom savini uh created jason outfit Mm -hmm. and it's the hell jason uh he's covered in black Uh, looks like he's been burned but underneath you can see uh cracks of like lava burning and flowing through him so it's a really cool skin that actually went up for free on xbox live about like two days ago that's really cool but it was taken down and it's happened twice now so um it's like you know they're 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 working on things and it's causing weird other little things to happen. Uh, it's a small team. Give them some time. It's uh, a fun, very fun game. Um, if you're into that, it's it's suspenseful to get in there and just know that you're being hunted and there's not much you can do. Mm-hmm. So, it's a good time. You can check out uh you can check out my personal streams on Twitch.tv and
1: some of the I think there's some MGI streams as well. Yeah, from what I've heard, it's uh one of the more successful versions of that, like, mismatched, like, five-on-one multiplayer or whatever. Um, yeah. They, it's, uh, they went with a, a totally different direction seven with on it. One. Um, you know, like, it, it's, like, Evolve was like, oh, we make one guy crazy, and, like, if you beat him early, you win, and if you don't beat him early, he wins. It's like yeah, it, like, I get it, and I see why it would work. But it just takes such a perfect team. I think Friday the Thirteenth is something that'll work. Uh, it seems to be working without having to require that perfect play experience, you know?
0: Yeah, and uh, there's something really cool. Like if you're just playing a monster and the monster rips apart a character that you don't like care about or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that's one thing. But playing as Jason and grabbing one of the camp counselors and detach, you know, just removing their bottom jaw yep. from their head. Didn't need that. Is fucking insane, um, and uh, I, I think I have even have one video up there of uh, me playing with uh, some people from the Kind of Funny community, and Greg Miller from uh, Kind of Funny jumped on and played a bit with us. That's so cool. So that's up there too. Yeah. So go go check that stuff out and uh, continue giving
1: that uh, love to Friday the Thirteenth mm-hmm. because it's an awesome game. All right, and then uh, cool and yeah, this is this think, is a bit of a last minute addition here, but. Um, Okay. Yeah, there was some stuff coming up that I kind of wanted to call out uh, really quickly. We will kind of talk about what these are a little more probably in our next podcast. Um, Just talking about the next week of releases. But uh, actually on uh, August 1st, it looks like The Long Dark uh, is going to come out of its early access and fully release. Um, That's a game by some former Bioware devs and uh, very artistic. It's like a survival game in the Canadian wilderness, so... Uh, that's really cool to see that finally come out. I've been on the the uh, Early Access train on that on PC for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Tacoma is going to come out August 2nd. The, this is the second game from the company that made Gone Home. Uh, they're called Fulbright. Uh, Steve Gaynor previously worked on, uh, I think, some Fear expansions. And then he worked on uh, Bioshock 2 and just touched lightly on Infinite on his way out the door. So, um, really talented guy. I mean, I, I've... Talked with several of the people at the studio. Um, I think I've talked before about uh, some of Nina Freeman's uh, her indie games her disturbingly personal, uh, somewhat real life experience games. So uh, she's working on Tacoma as well. So um, I just Looks love great. this this company and uh, it seems like a really cool idea. And I'm definitely gonna be getting this game day one. I can't, you know, I can't push them enough. I can't I can't talk about these guys enough. I love all of them. So definitely. um yeah, we're definitely gonna gonna mention those some more, but I did want to mention uh, you know, those are gonna come out um like the day uh the, the day or two after this podcast releases. So I wanted to give them a shout out now so people can get on board if they're already looking forward to that thing. Definitely.
0: Is that all you had for those two? Uh yeah, it?
1: I could I could talk a little bit more about uh some more stuff in August that we've mentioned before, but uh it's I mean we have future shows. Yeah, we can.
0: Yeah. we can go ahead and save it. Um, and the only other thing that we had going was a. Uh, um, I, I, di- I didn't put it on the list. I forgot, and I had set up a um, a tab for it. Uh-huh. It's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. all of the stuff for um, Dying Light. They're releasing uh, tons of free DLC in the next twelve months. Um, I believe there's ten. Different DLC packs mm-hmm. dropping over the next 12 months. Um, wow. Game is still going strong. It's a great game. I personally, I played the shit out of it. Uh, myself and Filtercord played it. I played it a lot by myself. Played it with Pacey and a ton of other people. Mm-hmm. I ended up platinuming the game. Wow. Um, they're, uh, they, they dropped a. Uh, a free content pack on PC, which includes new enemies, a weapon, and more. Um, you can go grab that weapon, I believe. Uh, if you do just a little bit of recon online, it's as easy as, I think, joining a mailing list. And then they give you a redemption code mm-hmm. to get um, uh, an exclusive assault rifle for the game. It says, like, dying light on the side of it and and more. Um, just kind of leading in to uh, their DLC drop starting in September. Mm -hmm. First one is called uh, Drop Number Zero or Drop Number O. I'm not sure what Mm -hmm. that one is. Uh, It uh, looks like an O, so that's kind of weird. It looks like an O, yeah. Why would they put a number in front of that? Yeah, I don't like that. Um, But uh, according to the press release, uh, the soldiers are set to cause havoc in Old Town while the zombie is referred to as a mutated goon. So, uh, yeah, uh, expect that. Um, And... The, the content O, oh, or number O oh, is currently only available on PC, uh, but it'll come to consoles. So just, uh, just hold tight and, uh, expect some cool zombie parkour stuff to be, uh, tacking back around in the future. Um, but yeah, that looks like that's probably, uh, the end of, Kind of, what is this? This is our, I think it's like our 11th or 12th podcast, but uh, Maiden Voyage of this New Games Weekly feature. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, thanks for hanging out. Uh, All of you guys here on Twitch as well, uh, listening to the streaming podcast services around the globe. check us out facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc uh all the top news and video game stuff you can get early access to all the stuff that we usually talk about here uh and talk with us about it so that's really cool um and to find out when we stream and more like i mentioned at the top of the podcast uh check us out on twitter at mammoth games inc uh that'll keep you pretty much in the know you got anything else man i'm good to go He's good to go. Uh, for Mammoth Games, Inc., I'm Night Swarm. With me, as always, Filtercord. Thanks for hanging out, guys.